Episode five of the Drunk Web. I got Dana White here. What's up, baby? How's it going, man? <laughs> good. <laughs> How are you? Good, good. So, what are we drinking? We are drinking Negronis. All right. So, what is that? Cheers. Cheers. What, what do we put in there? What do we put in here? Some dry gin. Mm-hmm. Uh, some vermouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some Campari. Campari. Thank you for bringing the Campari and uh, the vermouth. The gin is New Amsterdam, so it's working pretty well. Yeah, we just started, but you know, I'm yeah. sure it'll get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, and we can't forget the uh, the orange peel. Oh, that's orange right. Orange sliced peels. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, a little garnish, you know, for the fancy drink we're drinking right now. Got to do it, babe. Yeah. All right. So, right now you're um, consulting software engineer at Viacom. That means two Viacom guests in a row. I had Neil last week. Nice. So, I, just saw, I just saw Neil last yeah? week. You yeah. You talked to him? Yeah. Yeah. So he brought. Uh, he brought a bunch of um, Cafe Patron with him, like different kinds. And I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> uh, before Viacom, you were at Showtime, and before yes. that, you were at HBO. Yes. I mean, holy shit, you love TV. <laughs> <laughs> I love big media. All right. So you're um, known for um, being able to pull legacy code out of, uh, its, uh. Out of its grave <laughs> and making it better. All right. That's, that's, uh, that's kind of a rare thing to be good at and it's, it's a rare thing to want to do uh, I never said I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> okay just, some situations have okay. uh, ended up but yeah okay, but you're but you're just good at it and I guess people pay a lot of money for that because not well, a lot yeah of that's want. what consultants do we yeah. fix things um, so this is kind of uh, appropriate because you make your own beer I do dude I am yet to try your beer and you always talk about how you you experiment with different things yeah. you know you get um, chocolate and you get like oranges you get uh, raspberries and things like yeah, that yeah tangerine yeah, I did a, a tangerine uh, saison which nice. is nice yeah okay so um, I don't know if you remember but as soon as you told me about this whole beer thing I was like I got the perfect compliment to your beer which is the Persian pistachios I do remember yeah, yeah. and you didn't get to try those for months and now finally now you're here we are having some of that, those pistachios so these are great so at Viacom right now, what are some of the projects you're working on? Is it native? Is it web apps? Because I know you, you like Angular, you do Angular, but you also you did a lot of iOS before. Yeah, I did a good uh, bit of iOS, like at the tail end of my time at HBO, and mm -hmm. like after, you know, for a good period of time, I was right. a Flash developer. Yeah, Flash designer into into enterprise flash developer right flex developer and uh and you know we all came to a cross and a, a fork in the road where we had to find <laughs> something else to do because yeah. uh you know it just died yeah it just died <laughs> yeah the, the thrill was good the love was gone yeah so yeah so i i think uh you know i'll backtrack just in terms of <clears throat> my interpretation of, of of what i think was the beauty and the and the greatness of of the, the flex ide and just flex in general mm-hmm Someone like me, and pro probably you, right, who are more geared with front-end, more front-end-centric, if right. you will. Mm -hmm. Like, I came from, I won't speak for you, I'll say me. Like, I started out as a designer, like a graphic designer, right, doing flyers and, you know, things like that. Um, and I moved from that, and just based on, based on wanting another challenge, right. I moved into uh, creating... Um, <clears throat> animations with uh, Flash, maybe with like Flash 4, I think. Right. Right. That was the only way to do those things, right? Flash. There was no other option. Like animations? Uh, yeah, at least for the web. For the huh. web, yeah. They were like uh, other applications like uh, After Effects, which I think was like more video. Yeah. Um, and then it's like... A little bit more hardcore. Director, I think, was uh, something that... Yeah, was Director was cool. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Director was... I was so I, I I taught myself all taught everything taught myself everything like yeah. it's, it's, it's at least the initiation of right like yeah learning something right yeah. director at that time because it was just a little more it was a little more in depth uh -huh. right? it was a little harder than like what I was at flex I, well flash was the just, orange logo what was a yellow director I think it was orange yeah was orange. flash was red and yeah, uh, yeah I think so the director I forgot about was that. orange or something but yeah so long story short I went I moved from flash to flex. Mm -hmm. And just out of happenstance, right? Just, uh, yeah, just yeah. kind of migrated into it. Yeah. And then at that intersection, I, f I call it the great intersection because like, <laughs> you have like so many people. Like you have some people who came from my direction, from the design direction, into like Flash and like the front end flex and were the front end guys, right? And then you have like these Java guys and these uh, 
some Rails guys, but like more, I met a lot of guys who were like into Java and Cold Fusion mm-hmm. that ended up, they were more like they thought they were more back end server side guys, right? Right. And they came into Flex and it was just so crazy because they were like these two diverging mentalities, right? right. But if you put these two teams together in the right way, then you end up doing like you have conflict in the sense because you know you think differently but you know i was actually on on some great projects you know and i was able to learn from people that had other skill sets that i had no idea right um about because like, you hadn't done back end no uh, i had until dude, right. before i came before i got into flex right like, i was <clears throat> i had no experience in software development like right. basically my for my first the, the way that I got into being a software developer is like, you know, I was doing like uh, basically animations and started doing websites right. with uh, Flash and, you know, things like that. And started to get into JavaScript, but JavaScript was way different than what it is now, right? And it just didn't click for me at the time. And I just thought about, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm an autodidact. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm a self-taught guy. So I just thought about what do, what is it that I want to do? So I started buying books, and I remember the first book I bought, it was, I forget the name of it, I wish I had it, I would like Instagram it. Um, it was like... Is it a flash book? No, it was a book about software development, okay. right? And it was uh, this, like, with this, like, astronaut or this robot on it with, like, in the, in the uh-huh. stars or whatever. <laughs> and I'm reading the book, and they're talking about, like, prototypes and... Uh-huh. The hell is a prototype? I know what a prototype is. Composition, yeah. right? Exactly. Like, oh, I love composing things, but oh, wait, this is a totally different thing. No, I had no, I had no idea. No, I had no. You don't understand. I had no idea <laughs> what these guys were talking, what this book was talking about. But right. I was determined enough, and I was just basically, you know, hell bent on figuring it out. Like, there's a, a quote that I always live with that I always that always sticks with me. Like, I heard when I was young from Will Smith. When he basically was saying how he may not be the smartest person, but if there's something that he that, that he wants to learn, he will not stop until he figures it out. Right. And so that made me think like I'm a net, and I hate to sound like whatever, but like, but it's just <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Like I I looked at that like I'm a naturally intelligent guy and have these natural like talents or whatever. And like, why is it? Why? How? How? much of an indictment on myself would it be if I didn't uh, like what if I went full the full throttle like this guy is doing where he yeah. has to work extremely hard like, yeah right or somebody else like you know I could talk like I could sound like a grandfather all day you know? no talent, I love it talent beat, beats hard you know hard work beats talent when talent's not working you know <laughs> stuff like that so that's how I got and we I, I can go on tantus as well but you can edit no 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 <laughs> it's, it's good all right so you wanted up teaching a lot of these software development concepts to yourself right. through these books, right? Which, by the way, I think there's this is awesome that you you're already talking about this because I think a lot of people went through that, went through the same thing. You know, a lot of people didn't go and study computer science at MIT for three, four years, right? You know, but they were still pretty interested. Uh, and I think you're not alone. I did study computer science a little bit, but. For the most part, the things that got me going and got my career started were the things I taught myself. Right. You know, were, were things that they weren't teaching you. So um, keep going. Yeah. So, you know, I'll backtrack just a little, like from, you know, from Flash to Flex. Like in that period, I went to college for, I don't know, a year and a half, two years. Uh-huh. What were you studying? Something like that. Uh, girls. Girls, okay. So <laughs> like, no, 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 no. So, so, so you majored in. <laughs> no, so I, my my technically my major was business management, uh-huh. but you know, I, that's a totally different story. I well, give us the short version. Okay, the short version is, uh, out of high school, huh. I applied to uh, certain schools and straight out of Compton. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Hilltop. <laughs> okay, straight out of Hilltop. Okay, so you applied. Shout out to Baltimore. Shout out, <laughs> Shout out to Baltimore. All right. So the college that I ended that I ended up going to was uh, in the in in Baltimore, and I didn't really want to go, and so I didn't take it seriously. And like I, I was, I registered late, and I had a friend whose mother worked in uh, in the uh, 
she worked in the engineering department. I went to an engineering high school, uh-huh. so it was easy. So, like when you when you when you're in late registration, like you basically have to take what you can get. Right. So she kind of ushered me through the whole process, and I, you know, I wasn't, I was able to like not wait in line and things like that. So I ended up majoring in electrical engineering. Oh. Just so that I could get into school. Okay. And, right. Just so I could, you know, so that I could get in, like, you know, first day of class, whatever. Right. But like, I never took it seriously because it wasn't, it's not what I wanted to do. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Right, I just didn't know what, an entrepreneur what, but I, I knew I always wanted to be an entrepreneur of some type, and I was just frustrated at that time that there was no, well, I never found like an entrepreneurship major right. in college, right? Right, it just made no sense to me. So it felt like, you know, college just basically they just want to turn us all into workers, right? right? So that was and that was just my mentality. So that's why it just didn't work for me. So I ended up I went there, met some great friends, and I was there for like a year and a half, like two years, mm-hmm. and. Um, I ended up leaving, but just because I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel, it just wasn't, okay. it just wasn't happening. And I was into music, and I ended up, uh, you know, doing a lot of music stuff. I was a DJ, DJing for a long time, and that's actually how I got into back into the design because uh, right. I was making like mixtapes, like party tapes, and I had someone doing like my covers, like the the, the graphics for my for my tapes, mm-hmm. and they did one. This girl, she did one, and I felt like I could do it better. Right. And so I did it. I did one, and I handed them out, and people started to ask, "Who did your covers?" Oh wow! Well, I did it. It was a hit, right? So that <laughs> turned into a business okay. in itself, and that's how I and I I kind of navigated from you know DJing to like doing graphic design and and like animations. Like I did stuff for like indirectly for uh, like right. Kanye and like some really cool cool stuff that like it took me places that I never thought it, that it would take me. Right? right, and it honestly like that all landed me here and it ended up that's right. like how I ended up in New York like right. doing what I'm doing now so I'm really proud of you know of, of that that path yeah you were still in Baltimore when when we met you want to tell the story of how we met yeah so this is a, the way I remember it I'll tell you the whole story mm-hmm. um the ending you could correct me if I'm wrong okay but I got a call from a recruiter or maybe I applied online I'm not, uh-huh. I can't remember um but anyway long story short I got the interview came to New York for the day and you know, all suited up and all this. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I come to the interview, and you know, I'm super nervous. Like, like you're gonna meet with six people. You and... were nervous. I couldn't tell. Really? I was like, this dude's so calm. I, well, not nervous, like like scared, but like like nervous right. energy, like the good butterflies. Right. You it's know, like a, a boxer yeah. is about to go into the yeah. Room, like you, you know. In case anyone listening is about to have an interview, uh, I mean, I'm sure most of you have had many interviews, but. <clears throat> It's it's a lot of pressure to um, th- to even think about the fact that there are six people sitting there. I was just watching one of Jesse's uh, videos, Jesse Warden, and he was talking about how the interview process for software engineers is totally broken. Yeah, and it's true. I mean, we put that pressure on people, and I've done it countless times. Yep. You know, people come in and you just start asking questions that are kind of relevant, and you you know you convince yourself that you're asking them the right things. But if you put yourself in their shoes. For a second, you go, well, that says nothing about them. You know, it doesn't say anything about how uh, mu- how good of a developer they are and how much they can get done. So, right. all right, so you come in, you were supposed to meet with six people, right? Yeah, I met with six. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, and two at a time. That's particularly painful. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, first, it's just... Uh, managers? Yeah, managers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I met with two managers and yeah. then, uh, you know, in this, like, one guy in his dark office, he had his lights off, and we're, what a creep! Yeah. Okay. Then I go into a conference room, and mm-hmm. I think you no no there were two of those. Uh, I was the last one. Yeah, you were the you were the set of you were on the last set. There were two, and then two guys I interviewed with them, and I felt like like the conversations, all of them all of them went really well, and they got better as, like, yeah. as they went on. <laughs> right. Um, right. And then you and I, you were a, you and uh, you and another guy, you were like the last two. And after the interview was officially over, like we ended up talking for like at least a half hour about like I think it was more, yeah. Yeah, maybe more, think, but yeah. like we talked, we talked about like maybe software stuff, but we started to talk about like just regular Going out. like life stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I forget what it was, but it was like a good conversation. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, so I did the interview. I figured I, you know, I, I thought I did did fairly well, mm-hmm. and I uh, got a call that I wasn't chosen. Mm-hmm. And uh, the main reason that I wasn't selected was because 
I wasn't local and you guys were looking for someone who right. to start like on Monday. Right. And my interview was like on Thursday or something right. like that. And right. so that was the thing. It was like I basically said that I would need like a good two weeks to find a place to stay, but I'm willing to come up now and I'm, I'm right. ready. But that just wasn't enough. But as as legend has it, I got a call maybe like oh maybe a year or so later, uh -huh. or and uh, you know I get the call like when can you start? Like, you did pretty well at the interview, but I want to go back to that um, uh, what you mentioned about you and I, kind of you were done with the interview and everybody left, but you and I kept talking right and we're talking about things that had nothing to do with work you know and it, this conversation just kept going and uh, you know one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today was the topic of engineer culture mm -hmm. and how it's changed and how you know the fact that we could talk about whatever I don't even remember what it was all I remember was that this dude is easy to talk to you right. know What stood out for me was that this guy is probably very easy to work with. Right. You know, and so, um, you know, companies are paying more and more attention to that kind of thing now. Cultural fit as opposed to technical fit. Right. And, and maybe not so much as opposed to, but on top of technical fit. Right. But that's the point I wanted to make in, in this episode. That you and I, you know, it's years later. We're still friends. And we, uh, you know, we were in the same company. But... It wasn't, we weren't friends because we're the same company. We're friends because of this cultural understanding, this, this personality yeah. alignment, you know? Right. And I think people need to pay more attention to that. You know, there are a lot of times we, uh, we judge people based on how much of the particular API they know, how much of that did they memorize? Oh, do they know jQuery, this and that? Well, that stuff has value for sure. But if it's a guy who, who has the entire API, memorized but you can't have a conversation with him about anything other than jquery um that's a problem you know? i agree right so really glad you came in i'm glad it worked out and i'm glad we uh we're friends uh all these years later yeah, cheers for sure cheers. Right. cheers is it is it time for drink number two uh it can be yeah all right cool so while i'm making this uh round two of our negronis uh you want to stick to the same gin it's pretty good right yeah let's stick let's, let's stick with it new amsterdam Um, yeah, it doesn't get the best rating, but I like the bottle. Um, all right, so question for you, sir. What uh, technologies are you using right now? Sure. So currently, unbeknownst to me before I walked into this project, um, I'm currently on a project where we're, we're in the pre-refactor stage, uh -huh. but we're actually using uh, Backbone and jQuery. Backbone and jQuery, okay. Yeah, this is actually my, my first foray uh, into uh, back with, with my first experience rather uh, with Backbone. And how is it? How do you like it? Uh, honestly, I'm not. I I, I prefer. I'm gonna be political. I prefer. Uh, I'm more fond of other frameworks. Uh huh. You like um, Angular? You're, you're good at Angular. Yeah, yeah. I really, yeah. I, I really, I'm I'm a huge fan of Angular. Uh, I'm starting to get into React as well. Uh, yeah, but in terms of like my my best, I would say right now I would have to say Angular and the one that I'm most fond of. Uh, but at, so I'm one of those guys that I, 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 I'm measured when I when I explore, but I love to explore new things. Right? Yeah, I've noticed that about you. That's a good mentality to have. I like to yeah I like I think it's important to stay abreast of of, of what's happening if nothing else I want to at least like know or have have a, a be in a space where I have a working knowledge of what's current so that right. I can at least speak right. at least semi articulately about it right, right? So, so how how often would you say you hustle <laughs> every day I'm hustling all right <laughs> cheers this guy cheers <laughs> every day that's that's a good one you should yeah. probably sing a song about that <laughs> all right so continue <laughs> <laughs> but but you're doing more web more web stuff than uh, the native, right? These days, yes. These days, okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you know, even to that end, like I, you know, there's some other, you know, there's some, there's always exploration happening, right? Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Even gooder. So you're doing yeah, so more web stuff. More web uh, than uh, native. Uh, you know, I've delved into the hybrid space. Uh, uh -huh. Whether you know whether it be I've done some prototypes with uh, an Ionic. 
Um, oh, cool. Very quickly. What was your experience like doing hybrid Ionic specifically? Yeah, I, I, so honestly, I, 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 I've, I've, the stuff that I've worked on is I've only gotten to like the prototype stage, okay. honestly. But, you know, it's, it's like Angular, but they have their own APIs, their own components. You which, see a future for that stuff? It's hard to say because it's kind of similar to, so it's similar to, the way, in a way, but not as much as where I was when uh, I was in, I was knee deep in flex uh-huh. and I was trying to figure out what the next move was, the next step, right? Right. Um, trying to figure out where the puck was headed as opposed to where it is. Yeah. But, you know, and I started to do like flex mobile, that was like flex four, I think, uh-huh. where they, uh, uh, you know, opened, uh, basically introduced uh, flex components for like creating hybrid mobile devices right, right once run anywhere we know how that story ends exactly <laughs> but so what happened was uh, if you remember when uh, when flex when Adobe uh, uh, introduced native extensions and and they were like these extensions that you could do that basically you could hook into native APIs right, right. and when I first looked at these like I'm looking at like you know Java on the Java code on the uh, Android side, Objective C on the uh, on the iOS side, and at the time, like I wasn't super well versed in either, but I was more partial to the iOS just because I lo- I loved like I, I, the the interface, the, the the ease of use, the experience. I, I was more I still to this day I think it's oh it's beautiful I, it's more beautiful right yeah. exactly. Um, so my my thought was if I'm going to go this route where I still have to learn iOS just to create an extension. Why don't I, I mean, Objective-C, why don't I just learn Objective-C? Yeah. Right? That's a good point, yeah. And that took me down a totally different road. And it yeah. was it's beautiful, though, because, again, it, 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 it creates, like, this well-roundedness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm just all for that. So what, what ended up happening, it's funny, I told the story, like, two hours ago. What ended up <laughs> happening was I, I started to delve into Objective-C, you know, bought books uh, and just started to just read, learn on my own, right? And I realized that there were so many references to C. Uh-huh. And at this point, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know C, so maybe <laughs> I need to go back a step. I need to go back to 101 right. before I go to, like, 401, right? So, uh, you know, I started, I went into, what is it, uh, the website? Learn, you ever, it's called uh, Learn Code the Hard Way. No. So it's like Learn C the Hard Way, Learn Ruby the Hard Way, mm. Maybe Java, and it was uh, you know, so you can find it online. It's like learn learncodethehardway.com. Uh-huh. Um, so I I started to do those lessons, like learning C, like the main uh, really? the main function and all this stuff. How did you? How long did you do that for? Uh, at least a year. Really? Yeah. Did, I, I was did deep it, into it. Did things start to make sense from someone who doesn't come from you know a, a textbook style programming background? Did that stuff start to make sense? Through heuristics, through trial and error, definitely. Wow. Like again, I just I'm I'm a guy that who perseveres. So right. like once I started, and I I see the end goal. So like I'm basically not going to stop until I get to the end goal, yeah. right? So it just started to make more and more sense. And then <clears throat> it's one of those cases where like the more you learn, the more you understand what you don't actually know. Right. Right. So I started to learn about make files and all this, and, <laughs> right. and you know like and then. Like so many of the examples were through like the command line through terminal. Right. At this point, I hadn't. I I was like allergic. I had a phobia of of the command line. So <laughs> what I do is I basically like any any phobia that I have. I realize that the only way to get over it is to go through it. Right. right? So I figured yeah. I need to master. Uh, I need to like embrace and master like like uh, coding and, and and doing things like on the command line. So I went through this that that whole uh, a totally different trek of like learning like you know the, the keys and shortcuts for like command line like uh, C Earl and all this stuff right mm-hmm. that I'm I have really good knowledge of it now I'm super comfortable there now but at the time I wasn't and right. you know I just try to get more comfortable with things that that, that help that will help me with my ultimate goal right mm-hmm. um, so that's how I kind of detoured and there was like this tangential um, exploration, if you will, that brought me back to iOS. And um, this was probably around the time that 
I started to do some work at HBO on mm. the, the iOS 7 prototype. Yeah, I remember um, that. Yeah. yeah. Was, oh, I have to mention something, too. <laughs> yeah. I listened to James Wenger's interview. <laughs> okay. And I just, no, I just want to say this because I yeah. need to put this on record. You guys went here just, 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 just living it up about your first place win in the, in the hackathon. Okay. Right? It's like, we kicked ass. Yeah, you did. You did kick ass. But... I think I came in like second or third place. Uh-huh. I placed. Okay. And I did that. I, I'm really proud of it because it was right. like a flex app that I did that I converted into an iOS app. Yeah. And this is when I started to really get into iOS. <laughs> but everybody in that, every team right. like, was a team. Like every team had like more than one developer. Right. I was the only team. You were solo. I was solo. And uh-huh. I had like two designers with me who just gave me like comps and gave me pictures and uh-huh. I had to use them. So I was really proud of that. That. I did the sticker app, uh-huh. uh, it was, and we used like Game of Thrones and uh, Veep and uh, one other show I can't remember. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you would. Is it like you took a picture of yourself and you make yourself a character? A, yeah, yeah. You it make was really similar to what the Walking Dead, like the Walking Dead app. I if remember you ever that. See that. Like, yeah, they they like mastered what. You know what? what Here's we did. to uh, second place. <laughs> second place is the first loser. <laughs> I'm not cheering. <laughs> no, but I was really proud of that, man. And but and just again, just to like, just thinking about like the 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 journey, yeah. if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, like all like, I started out in one place and I had no idea where it was idea yeah. where it was going to lead. And, yeah, you know. It, Took me all these different, these Look, different that's, directions. Uh, Dana, that's that's a really good thing for a lot of people to hear, especially people who haven't been through that kind of journey where they start one way and you know this crazy industry we're in takes them somewhere totally different because things have changed and they right. find new interests and they find that they're good at something that they never tried before. Right. So it's it's a good message to put out there. You know, at the same time, it's. Uh, it's important to have some kind of an end goal, right? And move that way. Uh, but if things change, just go with it, you know? You can't stick to Flash, you know? It's yeah. dead. I think I read something today on the Hacker News, uh, um, something about Adobe releasing this announcement that says the only way to uh, be completely safe uh, f- from Flash viruses and things like that that the, you know all the security breaches that are coming out lately yeah is to uninstall flash that's what adobe said you know go back five years ago none of us thought that was going to happen you know but so my point is you know things change and you have to go with it and Absolutely. so so all right i want to ask you you know you started as uh, i'm going to start from where you were a designer okay you said you were doing a lot of design and now you are a completely different person professionally, Absolutely. right? Although you, you still do designs. You sent me that design for the, for the beer bottle. For the beer, yeah. I yeah. like both of them. Uh, <laughs> we, won't, we won't say what was on the bottle, but let's just say it, the Pope would not approve. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he would. Maybe this one would. This one, yeah. yeah. He's a different kind of guy. Yeah, he's a different guy. <laughs> um, and so, you know, talk about what you think you have more of a mentality thing right um that people can learn from i started out doing like graphic design right visual design but one core trait that i have is one is is my my sense of design like i have a a penchant for it like i like things to look good i like you know i like to dress well i like to you know i think presentation is everything it's not about me i'm just saying like presentation is everything right right? so that's why i'm i'm more i've always been more partial to apple than android because i always felt i always felt that apple's uh ecosystem was just more well put together right Right. their experience that they put like you know and that we all everyone has everyone we we're all different. Like some people, they just, and I'll go back to the flex thing. Like some people, they just like for things to work. Like in a general sense, I feel like those are like server guys, right? <laughs> and then you have, and there's no no disrespect to them. This is just like, just right. real. But then you have some people that like things to work and they just want it beyond just like the, the functional. They want the visual, right? 
you have some people who like they'll walk around in caterpillar boots right like right. They, I, they cover my feet when when it rains and it's fine <laughs> but then you have some people who made like John Varvato's boots and they'll pay like seven ninety five for them. Right? <laughs> seven hundred ninety five, not seven dollars ninety five. This is for my non New York people. <laughs> but no, but seriously, but those, those are two like you have a, a shoe, they do they both right. perform the they, they, they serve the same purpose. Serve the same purpose, right. right? But there's a different factor, right? So I think one thing about me is that it's just that that's a core piece of, of me right? right but in terms of design what I've tra- what I've transcended into is I realize I've gone from like a visual designer to like a designer of software in the sense that like you know you have an app that may have a home and about a contact and this is very general um, section right and some people you know they'll, they're cool with just like click here click there and that's it but then there's so much logic that goes into in this responsive world that we're in now, right? Multiple screens, multiple types of form factors and presentations and things like that. Like, I'm really, I feel like I'm really good at like hiding and presenting uh, components or data, if you will, like at the right time. Like there's a, there's an art to that, right? Sure, yeah. And I think this, uh, well, we all have our, our talents, if you will. Right, but I think that's one of my talents. It's just I, I'm and I'm locked into that thinking of how can this work in terms of like the presentation to the user, and also on the other side for the developer. I'm all about like clean code and maintainability and all software principles, like creating a separation of concerns and having a good, well-architected code base. I feel like all of those things are an art, right? But one thing to and, and to that end, like one thing that I'm not into is like data modeling. Yeah, some people. I know some people who love to model data. Like, yeah, you know, I like that. Huh? I like that. Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah. Well, that's 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 cool. Like, I, you know, creating APIs and all that. Like, that doesn't excite me. But right. the the beauty of it is that, you know, I don't need to have that excitement because there are a ton of people who right. who love to do that. And so you right. come together as a team and you bring your strengths together and then yeah. you create great work but then if everyone is I'm, I'm a sports guy so I, I make a lot of sports analogies I, I, I look at life through a, a, the lens of sports if you will in a uh-huh. lot of ways right mm-hmm. because I played sports when I was a kid and I'm just a big sports guy and I think there are a lot of lessons that can be learned from like from the team aspect like in sports and, and what have you so I, I always feel like you know if, if, if you have like I think I feel like this is what we had at HBO like you had like a, a, a team, a, a group of people that were just really smart, really uh, adventurous in a sense, but really curious mm-hmm. about learning new things and just, you know, just really good at what we did. And if, it's like, you know, if we didn't know something, we had no problem, like trying to had no problem and had full confidence that we could figure it out. Right. Right. That's like what you were saying about like the interview, like interviews when people, you'll ask them a question, they can always find the right answer right right? right. and tell you what you want to hear but like what can you actually do when you know when your plan goes south right right? you know it's like this uh old quote from mike tyson he's like uh you know everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the mouth (laughs) right (laughs) right you know so the the unknown always happens right? right and then you know like say if we you know we're doing an angular application but all of a sudden uh product comes in and says you know we need to uh we need to uh convert this into a cycle js mm-hmm. uh uh application you know everybody's like what the hell is cycle js right but if we but you know some people will what they'll they'll fold under that pressure but others they they'll welcome that challenge and right. just face it head on right? right and i feel like that's the that's the thing that kind of you know my enthusiasm for what i do and my determination that if this is the goal, like we're going to meet the goal, right? Right. I think that's that is a part of if you want to call it, we'll, we'll say success, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I'm always looking to the next thing, so and I never yeah. like to sound like you know, I'm here or whatever. Yeah. But you know, but yeah, that's those those are key components to like why I'm in the space that I am today. Would you say your mentality is more like on to the next one, kind of thing? Because if it is, we're gonna have to go to forty forty club. It's right around the corner, afterwards. I mean, you know, you said nothing but a word, my friend. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> and I just got the on to the next one. 
That's right. He's a funny guy. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, you know I'm looking for um, little snippets of uh, of advice for people who are whether they're struggling or or they're thinking, oh, is this for me? Is this not for me? It, you know, this is not software development is not a natural you know thing that we were born with. You know, right, right. Uh, it's something that you can easily get into if if you find some level of joy from doing it right and you can become better at it you know it's a foreign thing these languages are not languages that we that our parents spoke you know let's say javascript is not is not right. our parents never spoke javascript so it's it's going to be foreign to to everyone absolutely so if there's uh you know if you're struggling if you're out there listening um and you're thinking oh is this the right thing for me just know that everybody including dana white Goes through that. You uh, know? Let, me, uh, let me say this to that to, to, to that point. It's all about the level your level your level of determination, right? Like when I was in that space, when I'm like where I'm like reading books and 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 just like figuring out what I need to learn before I learn it. Like I took every I took every measure. Like I would, you know, bought my own books. I would study, you know, twelve hours a day up to three a.m. Like stuff like that paid to go to conferences on my own like I paid my way to Adobe Max oh, Flash wow. in the City you went to Max like, yeah I did coming to like what before I moved to New York like coming to uh coming to meetups not even conferences I would come there was like this this flash meetup that would happen at Razorfish <laughs> okay um this was, this was like shout out to Luke Lappin nice I don't know him but shout out to Luke <laughs> he's a Razorfish yeah he I don't know if he was there at the time there was okay. this other guy Simon Simon Horwith. Mm-hmm. You know him? Mm-mm. Yeah, but I remember that name. But anyway, um, so Bro, yeah, you're, so I'm, you're not drinking though. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Dana White. All I'm right. preaching right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. like, and this is like, it's funny because you never know who this is going to go out to. So yeah. sometimes I don't think about that. But I love to like, share my knowledge. I feel like it's, it's criminal to like withhold knowledge that you have. Like you never know who, who may need it. But yeah. like, with that being said, like, you know, I would pay my way to these conferences. I would like take the bus to New York, like for the day. From Baltimore. From Baltimore. Right. To go to the, these meetups just because like those opportunities weren't weren't where I, where I was. I felt like that this was the epicenter and on the East Coast anyway. Right. Um, I would do things like that. It is pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have the Valley like on the West Coast, but yeah. you know, there were like some flash camps in Philly that I went to, and you know, again, like I like I did this independent like out of my own pocket because i like even at some at some point i saw the end goal but i didn't it's like sometimes you have to go through the woods you have to go through the dark you don't know yeah. what's there but yeah. you know that like there's the only op, the only alternative to going forward is going backwards and fuck that i'm not going backward right because yeah. <laughs> that that's like there's no there's there's no progress in that right. so i mean it's just it sounds difficult like sometimes it's like even I'll tell the stories to people. Like I'll say something. I'll tell the story to people, and they, you know, you'll see. Like fear, in yeah. a sense, like fear of the unknown. Like fear of the unknown, like will will keep you in a in a in a, a subservient space, right? If you will, right? Yeah. Well, it, it's a, it's a natural thing, right? It's a survival mechanism. I think it's what we're taught, and because like you know you get. Like our elders sometimes, and not just our elders, but people not like our direct like parents or whatever. But like you have people who, like some who may have like not done as well as they have, may have wanted to in life, right. and they'll share their experiences. Oh, that's that. Yeah, you. that that element is there for sure. Yeah, and but, in every culture too. Yeah, there's but on the other side of that, you have people who have like may may have done well for themselves, and but they they did well for themselves back in say the 70s and there was like a totally different business model the world was totally different back then yeah. right back then even at that point it was like you know if you graduate from high school go to college get a job work 30 years um you'll you know and retire at 65 you'll be fine have some kids and <laughs> like the world is not like that from 65 to 75 you're you'll be great yeah, <laughs> like oh, thank you so much for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So you know that's, the, but but the thing is, like that's the the what that was that was the American dream that people they believed in. I think it was it was it was attainable at that point. But the world is so different. Like we're global now. Like yeah. like you know, 
we're, I'm sorry. <laughs> I get passionate about this. Yeah, no. Like we're, we're, we're in a, we live in a global space now. Like I can literally take a position in Edinburgh, Germany right now, mm. working from New York. Those if, types of opportunities. If you update your Jira tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but it's possible. Yeah. It but those opportunities weren't available now. Like I've worked yeah. in space. I've worked with with companies where we had like distributed teams like guys all around the all around the, the country like yeah. right now I'm working with people like all around the world like like even people my age they don't and this is like goes back to like the benefits of, of being in I feel like being in, in in software in some form like you know I'm working with the, with directly and indirectly with guys from Canada to Belarus to India Right. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, I don't have to be in a specific office. I can be anywhere in the world doing what I do. Yeah. And like it like that whole that that old mentality just doesn't really apply like, right. with, with in, in the space that so we are. So would you say your ability to uh, you know, let go of, of the past and then the things that did work for a while and get on with what's coming you know, and not be afraid of the new technologies and the new way of thinking and new way of working uh, is a thing that people can benefit from. Right? Absolutely. I think yeah. it goes back again to, to fear and not fear like horror movie fear, but just like, you know, anxiety. It's the unknown, right? It's, ap- what's that, what's it's the unknown. Yeah, exactly. Right, so. But I think that, you know, this is, you know, back to like, you know, the way that I approach things. Like, if there's once I realize that I have a fear of something, I try to figure out how to get over that fear. Okay. What scares you? What scares me? Yeah. Come this on. This has nothing to do with software. Come on, it's ghosts. <laughs> for me, it's ghosts. I mean, I'm ghosts? pretty sure, pretty sure they're there. Yeah, but uh, what, what is it for you? You know what I have? I, I'll tell you a, yeah, a, yeah. a definite fear of mine. Man. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is like hard to get over because I have like a little sister. Subway rats? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. no. <laughs> Subway rats eating pizza. <laughs> um, yeah. One of my, I tell you, one of my definite fears yeah. is having a daughter. Oh, man. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if there's something that I that is still like you know at this point that. It's been hard for me to shake, and it hasn't. That hasn't happened yet. But I think about that. Some, when I think about it, yeah, I just uh, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, because once they, you know, once they're past like age nine or ten, God, and don't have a beautiful daughter, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yeah, uh, honey, I'm sorry, but I really hope you will become ugly when you grow up. I'm really yeah, it's like everything you need is in this house. You don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a pretty legit fear. Yeah, I, dude, I know guys who have like three daughters, and I'm like, how 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 are you doing this? How are you? Yeah, how are you still? You know, but hey. I've seen it. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I have some friends too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But anyway. Anyway, uh, we're gonna move on to the questionnaire. Let's go. Uh, and, and so. This uh, this part of the the chat is supposed to be kind of quick, you know. So if you can think of a, a quick answer to any of these questions, just you know, shout it out. Um, so, what kind of developer are you? On a scale or no, whatever it means to you. Are you an asshole? Or are you like a nice guy? Or are you like creative? Or you whatever it means. Yeah, I'm know? I'm definitely a creative guy, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm a creative guy who likes to learn I'm an empathetic or empathic uh-huh right? don't look at me that's not my first language <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you know I, I definitely uh, I think in this game you have to have empathy right for sure um, yeah. because like you have to you have to you have to be mindful of other people's backgrounds mm-hmm. uh, you know their their current situations like their um, their insecurities, right. um, their levels of like you know insecurity in terms of like uh, maybe like their level of achievement versus like maybe some quote unquote rock star 
who's on the team or whatever, right? Right. right. Like sometimes, like you know, like some people you, you see that, but some people aren't sensitive to that, right. and you know, you, if if you're working with a team, like you have to, everyone has to be all in. You have to make sure. Like yeah. sometimes you have to be that guy to make sure that everyone that everyone is yeah. a part of of the process. Yeah. Um, especially in a place like New York, you know, you you re- definitely have to. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, there's right. Um, okay, next one, really quickly. Is yeah. it a good time to get started with becoming a programmer? Is it a good time? I think it's a better time than any. Yeah, I think yeah. It's the, this is like the golden age right now. Golden age. Absolutely. Okay, how is it different now than uh, it was when you first started? When I first started? Yeah. I think uh, we have to kind of like measure the technologies that you look into, right? Because right. there are only 24 hours in a day and there's so many choices. There's so yeah. many things to choose from, so many so many frameworks and, and, and micro libraries and all this that, that So a lot out. of distractions, but also... A lot, a lot of distractions. Of, but, but also a lot of uh, resources, right? I mean, there's more resources now. More resource, yeah. resources, absolutely. YouTube. Absolutely. <laughs> YouTube. I, I, I mean, YouTube... Uh, this is kind of my quote. YouTube is university. I mean, YouTube is college. Um, what do you think sucks about the web industry right now? We kind of covered that, but what do you think is the worst thing about the web industry right now? The worst? I think maybe one thing I think about. The interview process, okay. for sure. That's a good one. All I right. think the interview process is definitely... Uh, it could use some help. It, it definitely can use some help because like, you know, the way that some people, like, you know, the way that it's set up, like sometimes you could lose like a great developer and bring in the wrong guy, which yeah. you know, I, and not even know it. Right. 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 The way that the game is now, anyway. Like, there's basically like anyone who calls himself a software developer, and you know, they have like you know at least I would say two years, and this is not scientific, but two years in, like there's a space for you somewhere. You may not make the money you want to make. Mm-hmm. You may not work on the project you want to make. Right. But there's a space for you somewhere. Yeah. Right. So whether that scale is crazy, like you could, you know, like you could be a person who is not ambitious at all. You're probably not going to work at Google, right? right? But you could work at company XYZ, XYZ. and still, yeah. you know, and still pay your bills. Yeah. But but so the opportunity that's there. But even in that space, like you still have you. You still there's no rules really, right? So you still have an opportunity to level up and make mm-hmm. yourself better. One of the best parts of this game is that you have the opportunity to make to better yourself. Like even with like like interviews, a, a good interviewer or a, like a person who like approaches the interview process very well, um, they'll look at instead of your resume, they'll look at your GitHub or they look at like you know if you have blogs or you know or. or They'll ask you about code and things you've actually done, not like what you could do from an academic perspective, but back to being like someone with, with that level of empathy, right? right? To actually feel a person. And I think that that's very important, but that's a good thing too, is that, you know, if you don't know something today, like there's nothing, the only thing that's stopping you from learning something now, if you want to learn it, the only thing that's stopping you is you. Love it. That's totally true. I know you, you've you been doing a little bit of ECMA 6. What technologies do you wish you knew? That I wish I knew? Uh, hmm. I kind of... Uh... It's visual basic, isn't it? <laughs> Small talk. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Probably uh, Ruby. I, I know it a Ruby. little. Like, okay. I, I did the learn Ruby the hard way, but, like, not so much, right? No. But... When I first learned of, learned about Ruby, I was really deeply into Flex, and I was just like, you know, I was a, an Adobe guy. Was yeah. Like, was it 2008, 2009? Around that time, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, this is the best thing in the world. We didn't, yeah. we didn't anything else. What are you talking about, yeah. right? But I see... Ruby guys started to pop out in 2008. So the thing is, like, this is the, one of the main reasons why when I was in Baltimore, like, none of the, the, the Flex development jobs that I had none of them were in Baltimore I had to commute to DC um, and that's one of the main reasons why I ended up coming to New York because like DC is all government right. and like I'm, shout out to Brock oh Barack yes Barry <laughs> Barry O my man um, yeah so when it comes to like government like government institutions like I 
I learned like by by doing right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I found that government, that working in government institutions, was not a good culture fit for me. Right. Right. So I had to find again, instead of wallowing in that and just like you know crying and over spilled milk. Right. I just figure I need to find out. I need to figure out the next thing. So yeah. I was determined uh, to uh, get to, to uh, move to New York and. Right. Well, just move out of Baltimore. Actually, it was it was either New York or the Valley, and like New York happened, cool. and I, I'm glad that you yeah, know, glad that I'm here. How do you keep up with the industry? I read a ton. First, O'Reilly is a, is a good source is a is a good source of like as far as like books for right. me. So you like the you like the technical books, right? I do. I mean, I heard in in a few of your stories that you. Took advantage of these books, or like the O'Reilly series, or dude, I used to, I used to go, I would go to Barnes and Noble, and sometimes like just read, maybe not the whole book, but I would like read portions of books like right. in the store, right. right? And if I liked it enough, I would buy it. And right. even back then, when like I was like into design, really heavily, and actually there was some flex stuff too, like uh, Computer Arts was this uh, this uh, magazine out of from, from out of the UK and. Uh, they had some some programming magazines as well, but the crazy part was that they would come out like we would get the books three months late because uh-huh. they were from the UK. So I never got the subscription. I could have gotten the subscription and got gotten them earlier, but I just felt that was just just so unfair that I was like getting information like ninety days late. But yeah, so books uh, from Barnes and Noble to like now like O'Reilly. Yeah, um, there's a lot of cool stuff that you could find like just on on like. Well, it starts off at Twitter. I get a lot of information from from Twitter. That's oh, really? Like, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just in terms of like, uh, you know, just reading other people's feeds and what they're doing and just following links. Dude, the drunk web is going to tweet the hell out of you. Nice. I mean, I'm just going to nice. mention and like at Dana White. Oh my god! And all that. <laughs> so. I'm gonna get up to a million followers. Me yeah. And Kim K. There you go. <laughs> like even like if I look at like. Uh, like a blog, like Medium or something like that. Yeah. One of the greatest places you could find information is in the comments. Like right. you read an article, you read the comments. A lot of times, there's a there's a wealth of information. That's true. Yeah. And That's and I, I, I you know what I have to he's he may hear this at some point. I have to give Jesse Warden a <laughs> shout because he kind of put me on to that. He's dude, like, second time Jesse Warden's coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a cool guy. He's a good dude. Um. But yeah, he he kind of put me on to that. It's like, dude, like that. You know, I read these blogs, but I get more information from reading the comments right. than the actual post. Do you want to hear my Jesse Warden? Sure, let's, let's go. go. Jesse Warden, this is just Jesse Warden one on one. And you want to do a copy pasta? There you go, <laughs> <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> that guy alright cool if, uh, you need to get him on the show man. I know well when he's in town he, lives, he doesn't live here mm-hmm. by the way we're definitely hitting 40-40 after this we gotta go it's right around the corner hey. what do you think about the future of the web where are we headed god I think this is one of the best times to be alive man especially like with what we do and I'm no hyperbole whatsoever man like I think with the proliferation of, of different screens and like you know you have TVs like at, at one point remember when like you know we had you know you had desktops like desktop computers and then laptops were like oh my god you, you, we can develop for this the smaller 13 inch screen I can take it to the bathroom with me right 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 but no I mean it just in terms of, of like the the different screens that we developed for right and then yeah. they went to devices and then TVs were a big thing at one point I remember um, I think it was the Max conference. One of those conferences, they gave away. Uh, remember the uh, the Google TV? Yeah. The the yeah. Little, yeah yeah and and it was like at that point it was like a a huge thing. But now just think of the things that we develop for, like from tablets to phones to uh, personal uh, notebooks to desktops, which like are sort of like dinosaurs now, right? <laughs> to TVs to set top boxes. You have TVOS, like not even the television, but just like the operating system for the set-top box. Yeah. Uh, exercise equipment. This is like the one of the. There's so much opportunity. I think this is like one of the best times. Like I, I, you know, I, I tell people all the time. Like, 
kids, like <laughs> kids who are like in high school or going to college, like, at, get into technology. If you're a creative person, especially, like, right. get into this like mm-hmm. now. You know, it's as close as you would get to being a god. <laughs> you know, I mean, you start off with like 60k right out of college. You know, what else are you gonna do that will get you that? Do you can do some cool stuff, but you can also create your own opportunity to do your brand of cool. If your brand of cool is working for a nonprofit and taking a nonprofit to the next level, or right. you know, if you're if you want to like work for an insurance company, everyone needs some sort of web presence. Like right. it's not going anywhere. So if if you're I don't know. I, just, I I can't express it enough. I just think this is like the one of the best times to be alive ever. No, it is. It's, it is for sure, and particularly to be uh, involved in technology. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Thank you for finishing my. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> That's kind of what you meant, right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Last question, probably. Uh, what do you have to say to the young Dana White, if you could get in a time machine, and go back 10, 15 years? And be like, Dana White, what's up? I'm here from 2015. I just did a thing called the Drunk Web. And I'm here to tell you something. And you only get a chance to, to tell yourself one sentence. What do you say to the young Dana White? Go out less? Go out more? I would tell him a, a, a variation of what I was told in college by this vice president, Mr. Moore. I think he's passed away. Mr. Moore. Yes. Rest Abraham Moore. Good guy. Abraham Moore. That's a cool name. This was this was like a variation of what he said. Basically, I would two things, but I would put it in a sentence. I would comma, so it would be one sentence, right? No, but follow <laughs> your heart and don't chase after women. Don't. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is 15. Hey. Follow your heart and don't chase after girls. You know why? Okay. Because when you follow your heart and you're successful and you do what you want to and and you get into a space where you where you need to be. The girls are gonna follow you. Okay. Would you, uh, you know, for the female listeners, would you reverse <laughs> that too? <laughs> Don't follow, boys. <laughs> oh, no, actually, you know, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, All right, follow oh, your heart. I, I would. I mean, you have to be young. You have to, you know, you have to like live your life and have fun. But yeah. Don't get caught up in having just living your life just to have fun for now. You have to think about the next thing because all this stuff that you're doing at 19, 20, whatever, like, if you handle your business and you do what you need to do, you could do this times a hundred, right? If we took a trip to Atlantic City, right? You could take trips to Tahiti, right? You can't do that at, with no money, but you, you get your, your, your business straight. All of the fun stuff that you're doing, like, it's not, it, it can only get better if you do what you're supposed to do for yourself. That's what mentors are for. Like you, you, right. you have to have somebody that you listen to that's going to tell you, give you like real advice because those. It's just a really important thing. Yeah. Just drink it. Cheers, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You can cut that out. Cut the part out. No, that's, a, that's <laughs> the best part. Have a vision. No, you know, forget the girl thing. I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> no, no, sick. Because it's, it's really serious. But Dana, it's the best part. Can I keep it? No, no, keep it. But okay. this is okay. this is the real. Like, okay. Have a vision. Okay. Go after your vision. And don't let anybody stop you from reaching that vision. Okay. And everything else will fall into place. Everything else will fall into place. That's, that's, that's the rule. All right. That's awesome. Uh, so you're pretty active on Twitter. I'm going to include um, you know, Twitter links and LinkedIn links and all that. Okay. So since you're at Viacom right now and Neil Bay, the VP of Engineering, yes. was here last week and he brought this uh, Patron. Right. Um, I think it's it's only appropriate for us to, you know, in honor of Viacom and Neil, do one of these. Uh, oh, you had you, you had yeah, more. Yeah, have a shot of the, the the Patron thing. So I'm going to go grab it. Okay. Right. <laughs> shout out to Neil. Shout out to Neil Bay. Wow, so many shout outs today. That's what you get when you when, when you get me. Yeah. The most important thing right now is that I'm looking at a. a Great bottle of uh, Cafe Patron. Yeah. Uh, Sienna has these nice Game of Thrones themed. Jesus, that's what Neil said too. These are not these Game of medieval uh, shot glasses. Dana White. Let me uh, let me move closer to the microphone yes. before I do this. Cheers. There was a time when um, this is years ago when I 
was going out from place to place. You know, we both live in New York City. We went to, you know, one cool place to another cool place. I kept running into this uh, programmer dude that was in the same company that I worked at. And that's not how it's supposed to be. You, you know, work is supposed to be not cool people. And then uh, when you go out, it's supposed to be like your friends that are cooler and they're, they have more money and they're, they have cooler jobs. Like they're at CIA or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I kept running into you. And it turns out we keep going to the same awesome places in True. New York. Top of standard, you know, catch or whatever. Catch, you yeah. And I kept shout out to catch. Shout out to catch. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept seeing you and I'm like, this is, this is amazing because here's a new discovery, which is work doesn't necessarily need to translate to boring people, especially the type of business we're in. Absolutely. You know, we're getting more and more cool people in the industry who are awesome and they like to go out and they like to dress well and here's to you cheers man cheers thank you for being here Ooh. hey oh ah. all right so uh <laughs> thank you everyone for listening uh this has been episode five of the drunk web if you can tell my uh voice is a little bit messed up so I've been a little sick last Don't few Don't blame days. it on the alcohol. I'm not going to blame it on anything. And, and you know what? There was nothing was going to stop the drunk web. All right? And so we're done here. And thank you again for taking the time to listen to this episode. Dana, I think you had a lot of cool things to say. Thank you. You're a cool dude. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm going to include a, a bunch of links to you and to uh, the people we give shout outs to including catch you know if you haven't been to catch and you're listening you should you should totally go and, yeah you should definitely go yeah my should. god yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and try their um spicy what is it uh, crispy tuna rice cake or, or whatever, no, yeah. whatever it's called oh no i did have that that yeah, was yeah. good oh that is good yeah that yeah. was good yeah so uh until next time salute cheers <laughs>